the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hi, and welcome to Simply for Women. I am Jennifer Jackson. I'm just a pastor's wife from the church next door for over 25 years. I've hugged, I've prayed, I've cried with so many women. And one thing that I have found out is that these women are ultimately searching for something quite simple. Sometimes, you know, we feel overwhelmed by the idea of moving closer to God. We think it's another big project. So maybe I'll wait until I have more time or I just don't know where to start. So it it feels like you're climbing a mountain. But I want you to know that we can just start simply each and every day and our faith will build. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to pray. We're going to read God's word. We're going to memorize a verse. How about that? And uh, I just want to encourage you you today in your faith, wherever you're at, just simply take that tiny next step toward God. So thanks for joining me. And today I thought we would take a look, a little deeper look at the garden, you know, the garden of Gethsemane. I lived in Jerusalem for a year of my life, and I had the pleasure of going to that garden of Gethsemane in these huge, most beautiful olive trees are there. And there's olive groves all along the Mount of Olives. They're, they're gnarly looking trees. They, they've been grafted in, you know, they'll take branches and attach them. And they, it's just fascinating how these olive trees grow. But I imagine myself in the Bible. I love to imagine myself in the story. And I hope you will too. And just think, what would it have been like in that garden. I want to read you a verse from Job. I wonder if it is somehow hinting at the cross or hinting at the garden and these trees, but it's a powerful verse in Job 14, 7, and it says, at least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again and its new shoots will not fail. I don't know where you're at in your life today. I don't know if you feel like, wow, I've been cut down. I've been through a hard place. But this is a promise that new shoots will grow again and you will sprout again. There is hope and there's hope because of God. There's hope because he sent us on Jesus. And that is that resurrected heart that we all are longing for and looking for. You know, the Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane has a unique name and it means oil press. So it means a place of pressing. I think about when Jesus was there, he was under so much pressure. Maybe you're under pressure right now, pressure for that job promotion, pressure to get the kids all organized or marriage pressure. I don't know what you're facing, but God's word has answers for you. Why don't we just, you know, start our day? Here's a quick sentence prayer. 
I love a quick sentence prayer because it's something you can say in the car or in the kitchen, anywhere you're at, throughout your day, at your desk. Maybe you're at your desk right now. And the sentence prayer for today is, Jesus, I am desperate for you, for your will and for your presence in my life. Amen. Well, let's just say that again. Jesus, I am desperate for you, for your will and for your presence. Amen. Don't you love that? He is going to meet you. He's going to simply meet you today right where you're at. So back to the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, here's Jesus. He has gathered there with his best friends and he is praying and he has encouraged them to pray. He's like, guys, hang in there with me. Won't you just pray with me? Because I'm facing something huge. He was facing the cross. But he ended up facing it alone. What did they do? They fell asleep. It sounds just like me. Does it sound like you? You know, by the end of the day, we're so tired. We're like, oh, God, I want to pray, but whew, I'm so tired. I think I'll take a nap. <laughs> I think I'll go to sleep. Well, I, it's simply for women here. I just want to encourage you. These sentence prayers throughout the day we can pray. And, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. We all, all of us, we are, have times like the disciples where we too fall asleep. I am guilty of that. But that's exactly what happened in the garden. So he's facing the cross and they are sleeping. You know, there's some things in life that we have to face alone. Even when we're surrounded by friends and family and they're close to us. But we have to walk the steps out alone. And that's exactly what happened? It says in Luke twenty two forty four, being in anguish, Jesus prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. And Jesus begged and he pleaded with the father in his humanity. Jesus wondered, can we try something different? Maybe there's another plan. You know, you all know that famous, not my will, but your will be done. And that might be where you're at today. Jesus finally conceded to the father. He said, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. But if not, my will, but your will be done. So that's where they were in this garden. And, you know, it's at the cross. Jesus was facing the cross. It's at the cross that our will and God's will cross. So we have to sometimes nail down our own ways and plans and ideas of how we want things to be. So I don't know about you, but I have a very strong will and I like to have things my way. So sometimes I just have to say, God, I'm going to, I want your will over what I want. So maybe you're in a garden today and you are desperately facing something, but I just challenge you to say a prayer that God, I'm going to lay my will at your feet and trust you with my situation. I put a little prayer together and I thought I might pray it. Just let this prayer wash over you. Sometimes it's nice, isn't it, for someone else to pray for you. So I want to pray for you right now. So Jesus, just just say this in your heart as I pray. Jesus, I am desperate for you. I'm facing a battle that is just way too much. These are not the circumstances that I would choose. So help me to find you in my sadness, disappointment, and desperation. Help me to be a person who finds the beauty along the dusty, rocky paths. I want your will for my life, and I need your strength. Would you carry me through this day to day? Amen. Amen. Isn't that great? He is with you. He is covering you even in your garden of Gethsemane moments. You know, when we lived in Israel, it was a great time. I remember walking from the Mount of Olives 
through the Garden of Gethsemane and then up to Ben Yehuda Street. And as I got to the top of that street, there was a man and he was playing the violin and singing. He was he was Russian and he was an immigrant to Israel. You know, Ben Yehuda Street is so beautiful. There's buckets of flowers and cute, fun uh, cafes with coffee at slower pace. There's stationary shops. I love stationary and just such a beautiful street. And I was just mesmerized by this this guy that was playing the violin. And I said, why don't we just take a break and listen to this this violinist? And so we would do that for a while and give him some money, give him our ice cream money. And it was such beautiful music. When we got home, it was, I don't know, maybe one or two days later, I was looking on the cover of the Jerusalem Post and it was a picture of this guy. And it said that he was new. He had just made Aliyah. That's what they call it when you are Jewish and you go home to Israel. You make Aliyah. And he had just made Aliyah and he was caring for his blind mother. And I was like, wow, I knew that guy was amazing. I just knew it in my heart. And so I packed uh, a lunch for him, sandwiches and fruit and went back and uh, brought him lunch and more money And I was just so blown away that in my heart of heart, God had put a connection there. God had shown me this is a genuine person. This is someone who needs support. This is someone that needs favor. And, you know, it was just a a tiny assignment, really. But it was so powerful to help this guy. And I just said, Lord, I thank you for this sweet family and provide for their needs. And I prayed for them and I, I prayed for his mother and I realized God, I want to have a compassionate heart and a desperate heart and just open my eyes, open my eyes to see people around me that are in that hard place and give, give me opportunities to love them. Have you thought about that today? You know, maybe you're in a hard place or maybe you're not. And if you're not, maybe you can begin to pray, God, show me those who are, show me those who are in that garden of Gethsemane, that oil pressing place. And let's pray. Let's pray that God will give us an assignment today, someone that we can show love to, someone that we can pray for and reach out to. You know, that's what Jesus wanted us to do. He wanted not just to die so we could, you know, take it all in for ourselves, which that's part of it, but so that we could give it away, so that we could love others, so that we could see others also through his eyes. So that's your challenge today. I pray that And maybe even in your hurt, you'll begin to look around and look for others that are hurting, that are desperate for him, that are desperate for his hope. And in their suffering that you would share with them, in their suffering that you would reach out that hand to them, you would pray with them. Maybe there's something you can give or do for them because that is his heart and we want to have his heart Let's let's read one more time. This is Luke twenty two thirty nine to forty six, and this it says Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives. So must have been a place he liked to hang out. But Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, "Pray that you will not fall into temptation." He he withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them and knelt down and prayed, "Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me." Yet not my will, but yours be done. 
an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Being in anguish, he prayed all the more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. And when he rose from prayer, he went back to the disciples. He found them asleep. This is interesting. It, it's, he was exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into, into temptation. Wow. So just realize today that, you know, we're a lot like them. We may have fallen asleep, but he says, get up and pray. Get up and pray so that we will not fall into temptation. You know, today has been a great day. We've been looking at the Garden of Gethsemane. I just, I want to, I want you to know that being together is so important because we get to look at God's word. You've been listening to Simply for Women. And every day, every weekday, we're going to deepen our understanding of who God is so that we might experience more of him in our everyday lives. Stay right here. We're going to continue the conversation. I have a special guest for you in the second half of our show today, so you don't want to miss it. I'll w- The break will be real quick, and we'll be right back. So if you want to learn more about me, just go to jennifer-jackson.org. I have a website, jennifer-jackson.org, and learn more about the show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 